We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friend, you exquisite soul, and my spiritual rock climbing compadre. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of the energy of your day today. So, do you want the people you love to feel that they're loved in your presence? You know, we hear a lot about the love languages. There's five love languages, but there's one love language that I believe is universal. One love language that I think is so important to be able to hold for in our relationships if we want those that we love to really sense and feel that they are indeed loved by us. And it's simply through the process of truly, deeply listening. It's pretty simple. If you want others to feel loved, pay attention. See them, hear them, listen deeply to them. You know, the biggest problem I see in relationships, be they romantic relationships, husband and wives, or even friends, is that people want to be seen and heard and understood, but they really don't seem to take that same time to see, hear, and understand. Often when I'm dealing with people that are having challenges in their relationships, I have something that I call a talking pillow. It could be a little stuffed animal. I actually have um, a stuffed heart and I will have them practice listening by virtue of who has this pillow, who has this little stuffed animal. And that person, when they have it, they get to talk. The other person doesn't get to interrupt. The other person doesn't get to speak. And I start to teach people how to listen. And often I think people think they're listening when they're quiet and they're letting the other person speak. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're listening. And I don't know about you, but I was certainly guilty of this in the past before I learned more about deep listening and active listening. When somebody was talking to me, I would be thinking about what I wanted to say next. I was just waiting for them to take a breath so that I could start to insert my words. Or sometimes I would just interrupt and step all over them because I just couldn't hold my tongue any longer. And this is a guaranteed way of having someone feel not loved. And in retrospect, I can really see why my relationships didn't work. I didn't know how to hear them. I didn't know how to deeply Listen, when I first started school to become a counselor, the first two skills we were taught were seeing the loving essence and silence. These were probably the hardest two things for me to learn, but it really is the foundation, the solid foundation for us to be in healthy relationship with others. I remember sitting in the counselor chair and my client was talking and I was just being silent. And there were all kinds of things running through my head that I wanted to think or that I was, um, that I wanted to say, my monkey mind was still spinning. The gerbil on the wheel was still running, but I couldn't speak it. It was so stressful. It was so uncomfortable. It was so hard, but eventually with practice, 
I got to the place of being able to still the gerbil on the wheel and the monkey mind so that I could be more present to really hear what people were saying to me. And it really is the foundation for great relationships. It is the foundation for being in loving connection with another soul. So another way that we could talk about deep listening is um, by virtue of the term active listening. And what active listening is, it's about simply being very present, not listening in a way that's passive, not listening just to, you know, nod your head and be daydreaming about what you're going to have for lunch. (laughs) It's about being really present and really hearing what people have to say. Once we get accustomed to and start practicing this active listening, there's actually things that go on deeper in the conversation than um, just what the surface words might indicate. And that's when get, things can get really, really good. So some of the things that active listening can do for our the person we're listening to or for the relationship is creating um, an energy or ambiance of trust. It really is establishing a deeper connection or a rapport. It really does create relatedness. It's about demonstrating empathy and concern. So some things that we can do to really um, support us in creating that connection is eye contact. Really looking at the person you're listening to. Eye contact, looking into their eyes. Um, Maybe smiling. I do that sometimes. I'll be just listening and I'll probably have a little smile on my face, uh, maybe nodding my head yes or whatever, uh, leaning forward. And sometimes when people aren't accustomed to this, they'll go, why are you smiling at me? And I'll think, well, or I'll say, because I just think you're beautiful. I think what you're saying is really extraordinary. I'm really enjoying just um, being in, in relationship with you right now. And it can be a lot to take in if somebody's not accustomed to it. But for my friends that we do have this kind of deeper connection with, it's very soul nurturing. It's very replenishing. And uh, it's interesting because now when I meet people, it's very clear whether they are listeners or not listeners. And I love people and I will um, certainly participate in conversation with people. But if if somebody's not a deep listener, they're not going to be a, a really good friend in my life because it's such an important piece of the puzzle. It's about creating an exchange of energy, a giving and a receiving. So it's not necessarily natural or easy or normal for most people. As I mentioned, it wasn't for me to just get out of my head and into my heart to really get into that place of sincere desire to deeply understand what it's like to be another person, to really be in that space of wanting to go to that deeper level without imposing any of our own agendas or interests or judgment. It's getting out of our way and allowing some time for it to be all about someone else. It's a very generous thing that we can do. And again, not necessarily natural. 
my teachers when we were in school would say, you know what it's like to be on planet Tammy or you know what it's like to be in your world. When we connect with another person, we have an opportunity to almost like go to another planet and explore what it's like to be on that planet. So if literally we were going to go to another planet rather than just like vomiting and downloading everything that we think and know, wouldn't we want to explore what it's like to be in this, in this other world? And that is what active listening is like for me. It's like really wanting to understand another person's reality. Just being silent and listening. And then sometimes saying something like, oh, that's interesting. I really like that. Can you tell me more? Or listening and then maybe creating a question about something they're talking about. Or another um, term that I think is so helpful and important when we're listening, it's called perception checking. So as they're speaking, maybe you're thinking, um, well, what I'm hearing you say is dot, dot, dot. Is that accurate? Perception checking. It's like holding up a mirror and just making sure that what you're, the message sent and message received is the same message. And sometimes, you know, people will say, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Or no, not exactly. I'd like to fine tune that. And, you know, it's more like this. So again, it creates a sense of caring and connection and heart connection and relatedness. It's about really holding space. And that space that we're holding is a container and essence of love of caring. And it seems to me, the more I've learned to listen, the more it seems to draw really wonderful people into my life. It's about, I think, being in the presence of love. And again, don't we all want that? Don't we all want to be held in that presence of love? So it's about becoming that. And it seems it takes some work to come into that place of alignment and love within ourselves so that we can create that experience and container of love outside of ourselves. To be able to listen without judgment, to be able to listen with compassion. I think we need to be able to hold ourselves in compassion. We need to be able to deeply listen ourselves. And I think most people seem to want to run from themselves, distract themselves. I think a lot of people are carrying a lot of unprocessed pain. So in order for me to become, I think, a good counselor and a good listener, I've had to heal my own hurts and heartbreaks, my own internal judgments. I've had to cultivate personal compassion for and within myself so that I'm not projecting any of that stuff outside of myself. And I think we can run from ourselves and to ourselves. And as long as we're trying to outrun the pain, as long as we're trying to deny that we have judgments about ourselves or anything, we're moving further and further away from our soul self. But as we choose to heal, as we choose to go to deeper levels of compassion and listening to maybe the universe or source or own soul as we come back home to ourselves, this is when we can start to really cultivate more grace and peace and heaven on earth moments in our life. This is when we can start to ripple out love and compassion and when we can become the change that we want to see in the world. So certainly it may not be natural to come into this relationship of self-love and loving others 
authentically and unconditionally. It can take strong intention. And it can take a lot of practice. But the payoffs and the rewards for saying yes to this are beyond anything that I could have imagined in my life. The listening that I do now doesn't just happen with human beings. It happens in meditation with my own soul, with source, with the universe, with spirit. I hear profound messages of, of love and compassion for that something greater. And as I hear that, as I cultivate this relationship and I bring it into my other relationships, the beauty is sometimes breathtaking to live in this place of revelation and reverence is definitely on earth as it is in heaven. So I um, have cultivated and continue this relationship of listening with my animals. I've cultivated a really magical connection with my horse, Samson. And I literally will speak to him in English and talk to him. And then I will get quiet and listen to what might bubble up or come forward. And it's been incredibly helpful and healing. It has been, um, it has created the space for miracles that I could not have seen coming. I rescued this Amish cart horse who'd been profoundly abused and I was told he was dangerous. I was told he um, was a bad choice for me. But when I saw him, it was my, my heart, my heart just flooded with love and it felt like he was the one. <laughs> it was sort of like when I met my husband, it was like this deep soul recognition and despite what the other humans said, I adopted this horse and um, told him I wanted to know who he was. I wanted to know what he needed to feel safe and to feel comfort and to feel peace. And as soon as I said that to him, he actually set his muzzle on my face. It was a beautiful God wink. And it was a moment of, I think, just respect for one another and I've had him for about a year and the relationship continues to evolve and go deeper. And so for the horse that was so dangerous, he's now in shows and he's winning and he's um, so kind and so loving and so sensitive. And he used to buck people off. He, he broke the ribs of the trainer that I brought him to initially. He was, an, he was crazy. He was really hurt. But as I've learned to listen and just be in that space of compassion and love for him. He's relaxed. He's settled. He's healed. So this listening can support us in healing relationships with other humans. It can support us in or relationships with our animals. It can support us in cultivating that deeper relationship with that something greater. And I really believe for people that are intuitives or psychics, what they are are listeners. They can go to the deeper levels of listening to um, divine wisdom. You know, you've probably heard the saying, prayer is like talking to God. Meditation is like listening. So when we tune in to the whispers of our soul, as we develop our inner ears, this can be our most profound, helpful, important, and empowering teacher. So rather than looking for the answers outside of ourselves, we can start to cultivate that relationship with our inner teacher within ourselves. So as we ask open-ended questions, 
and listened in a relaxed, patient posture. This can take us to deeper and deeper levels of hearing, of understanding, of listening, and of connection. And again, this is something that can happen with people. As we ask questions, as we listen, as we ask more questions about what they're saying, as we listen, it can take you into this really profound, deep um, relationship with another. You know, I do this every Friday night with my husband. We go on date night, and it's it's been interesting because um, this one restaurant we go to, the owner comes up to us and he goes, I so admire and respect your relationship with each other. Most of the time when I see couples come in, they're on their phones or they're drinking their drinks or they're eating their food or they're quiet or they're just kind of nodding and talking. But the two of you face each other. The two of you really look at each other. The two of you seem so engaged with what each other is saying. And I do believe that's one of the ingredients in our relationship is this just the ceremony and, and um desire to listen and connect. And if we don't do it throughout the week, we do it on Friday night, date night. And um, it really is about listening. You know, how was your week? What happened? And how did that make you feel? And tell me more. And I really hear you. And it's a beautiful exchange where he deeply listens to me and reflects and shares. And I deeply listen to him and ask open questions. And um, it really is the glue that keeps us connected. It creates a vortex of intimacy. And again, it can support us in our primary relationships. It can support us in our family relationships. It can support us in our friendships with humans and with animals. And, you know, again, may not be natural and it can be challenging. And especially if you're not in agreement with what somebody's saying. Um, we have some friends in town here that we we talk to about politics, which can be kind of a touchy subject for certain people. Um, but I've found as I as I really want to understand their perspective rather than trying to impose mine, even if we don't agree, it can be so liberating. It creates that, again, container of respect. And what I found is it takes so much less energy than arguing or defending to just simply be in our loving and allow another person to have their experience without it threatening ours. So to really, again, cultivate that relationship with that something greater so that we are on solid ground of self-love, self-acceptance. It creates a comfort. We're at home within our own skin. And then if somebody doesn't like us or doesn't agree with us, it doesn't threaten us. We're able to just be who we are, be in our silence, be in our um, personal comfort and allow others to be exactly where they are. So that I think is why I'm able to listen at this point without having to explain who I am or defend what I think or prove anything. I can just be in this um, aligned relationship with my soul, self, and source so that I can hold space for another to be exactly who and where they are, which again is very liberating. We all want to be seen and heard and understood. And as we see and hear and understand ourselves more deeply, we can be that 
presence and create that contribution in another person's life. You know, years ago when I was feeling so frustrated because nobody understood me, nobody seemed to um, get me at all. And what I heard God say when I meditate was, do you see you? Do you understand you? Do you get you? The answer was no, I really don't. And that became my work to see and understand and hear myself, to respect and have compassion for me. And as I have done that, it has been extraordinary how my life has um, become a reflection of exactly that. Our lives are reflections of our inner state. Our lives are reflections of our relationship with ourself. And as we make learning to love ourselves an intention, and as we become more loving, the loving caretaker of our bodies, minds, spirits, as we bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt, as we relax more deeply into ourselves, as we listen more intently to source and to our soul, a sense of comfort occurs. A sense of alignment with that something greater starts to happen and our lives start to reflect incredible things back to us that let us know we're on the right track, that we're on the right path, we're heading the right direction. So I hope that you know this. I hope you know that you are seen, loved, adored, heard, and understood. I hope you are starting to see yourself more deeply, understanding yourself more authentically. And, you know, I think no matter what we know about ourselves, there's always going to be more to know and to learn and to explore and to experience because we are aspects of the infinite. You are an aspect of the divine. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. And I believe if you know that, if you believe that, your life is a reflection and will reflect beautiful, incredible, exquisite things back to you. God winks and grace, beauty and synchronicity, which was my show last week. So my hope and prayer and intention for you is that you can see yourself as God sees you. Which maybe isn't possible because it would be so extraordinary. Perhaps we couldn't hold for that or comprehend that. But I hope you're able to hear the whisperings of your soul. And we know they're authentically the whisperings of our soul when they are kind, when they are loving, when they are sweet, when they are supportive. So I hope you're spending time settled into your heart and listening deeply to your soul self, allowing it to direct you and guide you on the path that you can walk for your highest good and the highest good of all concerned. Again, you are the child in whom God is well pleased. I believe there are so many gifts in store in the queue for you if you can relax and open your mind and heart to receive them. I hope you're sensing the angels around you supporting you. I hope you're feeling the love of the divine that is pouring down on you every moment of the day, every second of the moment, every millisecond, in every second. You are precious. You are perfect, even in your imperfection. Even if you mis make mistakes, trip and fall, 
That's why we're here. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to learn to listen to our own soul. And as we do, we become the presence of love in the world. We ripple out light. We become a healing presence without doing anything. We are in our beingness. We are listening. We are congruent in body, mind, and soul. And this is when heaven on earth naturally happens. So I invite you to be in touch with me, Tammy B, PhD. If you have stories that you want to share, if you have um, a question you'd like to ask, if there's somebody you'd like me to interview or a subject you'd like me to touch upon, I really invite being in conversation. And I love Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Um, but again, if you want to be in touch with me personally, that's TammyBPhD.com. I have a free guided meditation and ebook there for you um, to support you in just tapping in to your own heart and soul. I adore you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being part of my energetic presence today. And I hope to hear from you. Please, please, please be in touch. Tammy B. PhD or again on Facebook. I do my manifesting Mondays every Monday. I would love to see you there. So take good, gentle, loving care of yourself. Listen to your soul self. And may you be met with grace, ease, miracles, prosperity, joy, celebration, success, and great, great love. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. And I'm so grateful for your presence in my life and for being part of the energy of Empower Radio. So again, take good, gentle care of yourself. Please be in touch and know that you are my heart, meditation, and prayers. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.